News. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program for breaking news out of Park Hills, Missouri. Chris and Jamie would like to announce that they are retiring from the furniture business. That's right, Patsy's Furniture will be closing their doors. The prices have been slashed lower than they've ever been before. Everything in the store has been priced with cash and carry discounts up to 80% off of MSRP. They still have 24 months, no interest financing available, as well as no credit needed financing. Have an automotive issue? Let the experts take care of it for you. Wade's Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call, 573-664-1302. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Well, good morning to you and welcome to the third hour of this program we call The Start. It is a three-hour tour just like Gilligan. Let's see. Well, not just like him. You know, I have a different kind of hat. It's seven minutes after 8 o'clock, and it's Monday, August 7th. With no winner Friday, you might have figured out the Mega Millions jackpot now goes to its largest in history, $1.55 billion. Wow. It's also the third largest overall jackpot in U.S. lottery history. The next drawing is Tuesday night, tomorrow evening, with an annu annuity option or a $757 million cash option. The last winner was in Syracuse, New York, April 18th. Some people still got rich, though. Seven tickets won a million dollars each after matching the first five numbers, while two tickets won two million each by matching the first five and activating the Mega Plier. <laughs> yeah. What a name. The Mega Plier. It's not a multiplier. It's a Mega Plier. You can't say it like, oh, you have, a, uh, you have a multiplier there. No, I have a Mega Plier. You say it like Batman. You know, I'm Batman. It's my Mega Plier. It would really help in many cases to Mega Ply something, I guess. Multiply. Mega Ply. I don't know. I'm not in marketing. I can't tell you who comes up with that stuff. And Zoom, well, here's something that might be uh, one of the biggest signs that the COVID pandemic is over. Zoom is asking all of its employees to return to the office for the first time since the pandemic began. The tech giant, you remember, skyrocketed during the outbreak as one of the main sources of communication for companies to hold meetings while at home. In January of 2022, only 2% of Zoom's employees worked on-site, but now that's about to change in a really big way. We're going to change in a big way, too. We're going to go from this... No, not that. That's the communicator trying to talk to me again. Uh, I know Captain Picard and those guys, they're all just... They won't leave me alone. It's nine minutes after 8 o'clock. We have news next is what I'm trying to say here at KFMO.
In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Brandon Penberthy, your Deloge Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 573-431-2950 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Monday, August 7th, and it's 10 minutes after 8 o'clock. In our newscast, we're going to hear about the Deloge Chamber of Commerce Labor Day picnic and parade, especially the parade. We have the name of the Grand Marshal. We'll give it to you in this newscast. Plus, the Missouri State Emergency Operations Response Plan is activated and we'll tell you why. And a Farmington man, 50-year-old Tommy E. Schaefer, is dead after he was struck by a car Sunday night just after 9 o'clock at the Highway 221 on-ramp to northbound Highway 67 at Farmington. Reports from the Highway Patrol show Schaefer was walking across Highway 67 when he was struck by the front of an SUV driven north by 29-year-old Brianna N. Winkle of Bonterre. Schaefer was transported to Parkland Health Center where he later died. Winkle was not injured in the incident. The Missouri State Emergency Operations Response Plan is activated after Governor Mike Parson signed Executive Order 2308 starting the plan. The governor's signature ensures all state resources are available after Friday's tornado struck in Ray, Saline, and Knox counties. The Knox County tornado and strong winds destroyed or did damage to at least 35 homes and displaced at least 16 people. There was also substantial flooding in the Kirksville area. Executive Order 2308 will expire September 5th unless otherwise terminated or possibly extended. There's more information coming out about the Deloge Labor Day picnic and parade. The executive director of the Deloge Chamber of Commerce, Sherry Henderson, says... Deloge Police Chief Jebo Bullock is the Grand Marshal of the parade this year. He has been so committed to our community. We thought that would be a wise choice, and we are excited to give him shout-outs and, and the respect and honor he deserves. The Deloge Labor Day picnic is coming up September 1st through the 4th in Deloge City Park. To find out more, just visit delogechamber.com or visit the Facebook page for the Deloge Chamber of Commerce. And that's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. Here's something for the weather. We have a few clouds now with more of a fair sky, sort of. We're clearing up. Sunshine's coming through. We have 74 degrees, a humidity of 74%. Winds are out of the west at 13 miles per hour, gusting up to about 24 or so. We're looking for, a, well, we have a barometric pressure, too, of 29 and 87 hundredths inches. It's moved up just a barely a little bit 
since uh, last report about a half hour ago. Also, we're looking at cloudy skies for the most part today, a high near 78, and those northwesterly winds will continue. Tonight, mostly clear, the low 58, and for tomorrow, mostly sunny skies are ahead for Tuesday. A high of 85 is predicted. That's news and weather from AM 1240. Time for sports here at KFMO, and that's with Jared Pettis. Remember to check our website, too, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. It's Monday. That means it's time to start our football season preview segment, and we begin it with the North County Raiders as they will face the Farming tonight in Week 1 in a broadcast matchup. I know Sean Malone previews North County season. The North County Raiders enter the 2023 season coming off an 8-3 2022 year as Class 4 District 1 semifinalists. The Raiders are graduating a class of seniors that included Job Smith, Andrew Sivy, Cooper Kekek, and quarterback Jack Moore. Head coach Brian Jones and his North County offense will feature a new quarterback, Henry Alabach, who fills the position left after Jack Moore graduated. Coach Jones says Alabach has worked hard this offseason to earn the starting QB job. Everybody kind of expected Henry to be the heir apparent, and he had a great offseason, you know, great offseason in the weight room, and then Henry's a, a football first guy. He takes football seriously, and it, it's something he's really passionate about about and um, if if it wasn't raining or there wasn't snow on the field he and a, a group of his friends were out there uh, running plays on their own just about every day during the offseason and um, coming into the preseason you can really tell that those guys spent a lot of time running plays and getting reps and, and developing their their game you know I, I think people are going to be uh, really surprised at what he's uh, able to bring to our offense after key contributors graduated in the spring where does the depth stand this year compared to last year here's coach jones for the past couple of years we We've been really thin on the offensive and defensive lines, and that might be one of our biggest skill groups this year is our offensive and defensive linemen. And um, we, we're, really, uh, we're really thin at our linebacker position right now. We don't have a lot of uh, linebackers, so it's kind of strange how uh, depth at certain positions kind of uh, changes from year to year depending on your guys. But outside our linebackers, our depth is pretty decent at most spots. And, and you have bodies, uh, you know, you have numbers depth, and then we're still trying to figure out how much actual playing depth we have. And with the new season and some new faces, Coach Jones says the team goals doesn't change. Our goal is always real simple. We just want to get better each week. We want to be better week one or week two than we were week one, and we want to be better uh, week nine than we were week eight, and where we're playing our best football at the end of the season. And if we improve each week, then whatever happens at the end of the season is is what it is. You know, we don't have anything to hang our heads about or be disappointed in. The, the, the worst thing that can happen is that we underachieve. You know, to say that we're going to go out and, and, and do great things um, you know turn out heads and stuff yeah it's too early to say that but um, you know the main thing is, is as long as we don't underachieve and we play to our potential and get better each week then, then we're going to be satisfied with what we've done at the end of the season the Raiders open the season at Farmington on August the 25th in a week one broadcast contest on AM 1240 KFMO North County's home opener is in week two against the St. Clair Bulldogs on September 1st before they head back on the road to DeSoto in week three and return home to host Hillsboro in week Week four on KFMO. The Raiders are at Mount Vernon, Illinois in week five, followed by a home date against conference foe Festus in week six. Week seven, the Raiders travel to Windsor to face the Owls and continue the road trip in Potosi against the Trojans during week eight, both of which will be on KFMO. North County wraps up the regular season on a Thursday night at Raider Field in week nine against Sullivan. Reporting for KFMO Sports, I'm Sean Malone. Sean, thanks again. Week one is a broadcast game. North County at Farmington from Farmington High 
High School. Coverage on KFMO begins with pregame at 6.30, kickoff at 7 o'clock. That is Friday, August 25th. Today is the first official day for high school sports practice for the fall season, and so it's the most wonderful time of the year as sports are starting back up. Again, our high school football broadcast schedule has been released on the website, kfmosports.com. And for the football preview segment for this fall sports season, we'll give you the rundown for this week. Of course, today is North County. Tomorrow, it'll be Farmington, as that's our week one matchup. Following that, on Wednesday, it'll be the Central Rebels preview. Then on Thursday, the Potosi Trojans. And Friday, the Valley Catholic Warriors. From the Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals dropped two of three over the weekend as they fall to the Colorado Rockies on Sunday, 1-0, as Austin Gomber picked up a shutout for the Rockies. Their lone run came in the top of the third when Ezekiel Tovar hit a sacrifice fly. The loss goes to Zach Thompson, who pitched four innings strong. The Redbirds are idle today as they travel to Tampa Bay on Tuesday to begin a three-game series with the Rays Tuesday night. From the NASCAR Cup Series and that race that was scheduled for Sunday, the Firekeepers Casino 400 from Michigan International Speedway, that was moved to today because of the weather. They were battling the rain and the track has no lights, so they'll run the entire race today. Coverage on KFMO begins at 11 o'clock. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri. In good times and in bad, we're from Missouri families and Missouri communities. We're for giving back to those communities and lifting people up. And when Missouri weather rips through our state, we're for helping put back the pieces. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance. And if you live in Missouri, we're for you. See Mike Sansegra at 1011 St. Jen Avenue in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen at 234 State Street in Deloge. Precious memories left behind bring us joy and peace of mind when we celebrate the lives of those we love. We're there for you in your time of need. In fact, we've been serving the Farmington area since 1864. With years of service to our community, we're proud to be your choice for funeral care. Celebrate the lives of those you love. Cozine Memorial Chapel and Crematory in Farmington. Together with you, the Giving Tree Boutique in Deloge has provided over 2,000 meals for children through the sales of Bridgewater Candles and has given one week of clean water with every Mudlove bracelet purchased. That's 1,084 weeks of clean water through the sales made possible from customers like you. So remember, the next time you shop for the latest fashions for women and girls at the Giving Tree, you're not only treating yourself or a loved one, but you're empowering women and children across the globe to have a better quality of life. Shop with a purpose at the Giving Tree Boutique in Deloge. Planning your vacation but don't know what to do with your fur baby? Pawfection Grooming and Resort in Park Hills is just the place. They offer a Pawfect Resort for your fur child to stay and they have an outstanding grooming team to keep Fido looking Pawfect. Pawfection Grooming is where your pets come to look Pawfect and have a Pawfect stay. Give them a call today at 573-482-0163.
We interrupt your regular scheduled program for breaking news out of Park Hills, Missouri. Chris and Jamie would like to announce that they are retiring from the furniture business. That's right. Patsy's Furniture will be closing their doors. The prices have been slashed lower than they've ever been before. Everything in the store has been priced with cash and carry discounts up to 80% off of MSRP. They still have 24 months, no interest financing available, as well as no credit needed financing. Mom, can we go to Scooters? Little Smiley Smoothies are here for our little ones. Hi, I'm Bart Vanovan, owner of Scooters Coffee in Farmington. We now have 10-ounce kids' cups, perfect size for those little ones in your family. Get ready for miles of smiles with these delicious smoothies made just for kids. We have cotton candy or strawberry blended together and topped with our classic whipped cream. This instant favorite will bring smiles every time. Yay, Scooters! (laughs) There's just something special about Scooters Coffee. It's 821 from KFMO. Stick around. We have the St. Francis County Prosecuting Attorney's Report coming up next on AM 1240. Rice is the competition is trying to beat. Well, at home furnishings, we treat you just like family. For living rooms to bedrooms, dining rooms and more. Service after the sale, we're your Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials like ham and beans or chicken and dumplings or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees such as their all-you-can-eat catfish, country fried steak, hand-cut ribeye steaks cooked just the way you like, or maybe you want a simple burger and fries. Or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. Dine in, call ahead, or hit the drive-thru. It's the Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Need to know if you can make an offer on that house that just went on the market or buy that car you just looked at? Hi, Paul Hale here with New Era Bank, and I think we can help. For all our in-house loans, our loan decisions are made locally by loan officers in our branches, not someone in a faraway office. Come in today and see the difference banking locally can make. For more information, call any of our six full-service branches or visit our website at www.newerabank.com. New Era Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Angie's List is now Angie. Summer is the perfect time to book your next home project. From lawn care to a new patio, Angie makes it simple to connect with pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com, and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. This is The Start from KFMO. Thanks for being with us today. We do appreciate it so much. The fact that you're here. It's turning out to be, I don't know, I would say kind of a nice day. It's supposed to be cloudy today, but I see sunshine at least at this point. Maybe it'll change. I don't know. But uh, the temperature we have now is pretty good, too. 74 degrees. And it's time for the St. Francis County Prosecuting Attorney's Report. We have attorney, prosecuting attorney for the county, Blake Dudley, with us. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? Hey, pull that microphone over there, would you? I, f- I forgot to line that up here. Get up on that thing. <laughs> it's You know, you're like a singer here today. You get that microphone. Wow! Get up there and do a song for us. Um, seriously, though, we have uh, some really good information from your office coming up in the report here. 
And uh, were you getting sunshine in Farmington? What's the deal with this? Oh, sunshine and beautiful weather this morning. Now, earlier it was a little dreary, but yeah, yeah. No, well, the forecast is for cloudy skies. Go figure. <clears throat> it's it's uh, you know Missouri. But uh, we're just going to talk about things with the prosecuting attorney's office, like uh, law enforcement officers. Um, they're a very important part of what you do in your office. You guys have to work together very well. Well, you know, that's it. The law enforcement officers are basically our front lines. I mean, there's no lawyers in my office that ever saved anybody in the crisis situation. And they're the ones who are putting their, their own lives on the line every day. So we've always put an emphasis on that since the very beginning and way back in my campaign that uh, – we need to make sure that we were protecting our officers. Uh, and so we've made it a priority. And in fact, I was talking to my first assistant prosecutor the other day, Marlo, and I asked her, I said, are there any assaults on law enforcement officer cases you've had or I've had that we didn't get jail time or prison time on since we've started? And the answer was no. In fact, she reminded me that just a couple weeks ago, she had resolved a case involving a defendant by the name of Justin Carruthers. And he had assaulted one of our law enforcement officers with a weapon, and there was also resisting afterwards. And that gentleman received a nine-year sentence from us on that one. So we were pleasantly, you know, we were happy with that result. But it's consistent with even the smaller offenses that we've had, too. We've always made sure that there were some serious consequences for any kind of attack on that authority. Well, that's good because, I, you know, we've, we've all watched the news and heard the news about riots and things like that where you see looters in other states just going through the stores grabbing what they want uh police officers sometimes their hands are tied so bad it's just unbelievable so uh, it's great to see working together like that with your office in getting some kind of penalty put on people that that attack the officers we've got to put put uh, an end to this kind of stuff well, there really hasn't been much protection in fact the Officers seem to have been under attack over the recent years, and uh, I think that's resulted in fewer and fewer people are even going into the academies anymore. They're almost the, the vacancies are astounding. Yeah, right. When you couple that with the fact that uh, pay was really low for a while, uh, thank goodness we've got the Prop P thing passed in uh, the county. Uh, the different cities have passed that, I believe, all of them in the parkland that I can think of at the moment. And there have been ways we've been able to get the pay up for officers and the state raise in pay, too. So all of that helps. And then when we see these penalties given to people who assault officers, that can only help. It's, uh, it's a really good combination. It is. Now, how about uh, old cases? Uh, when we started talking, you first started coming to the radio station, you had kind of a backlog. Uh, that's to put it mildly, I guess. How's that coming along? Well, the backlog is still astounding. Uh, I said we've been doing what we call Monday morning quarterbacking. We have to look at all these cases, some of them back several years, and we're trying to evaluate what previous prosecutors did, what previous law enforcement officers did, whether or not there was any contact with the victims, what kind of communications were going on between my office and the victims over these years that we weren't a part of. Uh, so that was one of our bigger priorities. We actually would like to meet with them in person. We bring them into the office. It's not a quick little phone call. You don't really get an appreciation for where they're coming from they don't really know who you are uh, so we do face-to-face -face time with them and it's most important with some of the serious more serious cases and even with just family members who have a loss they're not really able to testify in court but they need to be a part of the process and we brought them in I mean an example is we met close and worked closely with the family members and we worked out a murder case that was a three-year-old murder case just recently uh, that was involving Mr. Mitchum o Mitchell Odom and after speaking with the family and working through the evidence, it resulted in a 25-year sentence for Mr. Oda for the murder and another 10 years for armed criminal action. Mm. 
some stiff penalties uh, needed in that case, it sounds like. Now, it's just, excuse me, something in the throat there. Um, it's just good to see these cases moving because there, there, when the pandemic started, I think that just put the hammer down on everything. And then there was, uh, I don't know if you wouldn't really call it a tendency to just leave it sit, but there was just so much. It just backed up so bad. They did, and a lot of them were very, very serious cases. I mean, we were talking murder, rape, child molestation. They're through the roof. Uh, in my office, we have myself and Marlo uh, Lamb, and both of us have 20-plus years of experience. But then our next level of experience down is a assistant prosecutor who's had two and a half years of experience. And now I've just hired on a couple more who are fresh out of school. So with respect to those who have the experience to handle those type of cases, we're still very shorthanded, uh, but we're again fortunate to be receiving any lawyers to come work for us and that uh, looking across the state is just the the prosecuting attorney's offices are just begging for anybody to come and help them out uh, so you know we've been recruiting and actively not so doing so we've been working with the commission to give a competitive pay rate because across the state the public defender's office which is a state-funded agency have increased their minimum rate and so we had to match that and at least be able to pull lawyers in from st louis which is even a, a bigger problem for us because uh, we're trying to make them a part of our community. And so far, the ones we've hired are all either moving to our community, have moved to our community, or we're having some plans since they just started today of <laughs> probably moving to our community. Yeah, well, that's great. Uh, you really, you know, it looks like you're having the problems that the police had in retaining and keeping people because of salaries and things like that. It seems like it's pretty widespread throughout the, the prosecution community. Uh, the the cost of going through law schools is, is excessive and you're asking someone to come and work in the public service making a very low rate of pay compared to what they can receive anywhere else uh, but again we have the same problems across the state we just have a shortage of, of experienced staff to hold and handle these major cases and luckily the younger lawyers are going to be able to help us out with some of the, the vast number of smaller cases and then we get them worked up to helping us out with the bigger stuff sure and it's an advantage for the the young lawyers too because they can learn from you and and your helper it is and that is one of the advantages of being a prosecutor and even a public defender is unlike a lot of law jobs ours are litigation you come into our job it's not whether or not you're going to get into courtroom sometime soon it's well we'll see we'll be there tomorrow you just started today. Your first court dates are tomorrow. You'll come in. <laughs> There's no lag time there. <laughs> Feet wow. first. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been in situations like that, not with court, but other situations where I had mm, some kind of an idea what I had to do, and boom, here's the job. Go. <laughs> you know. <laughs> we'll try to support them as much as possible. Uh, the experienced lawyers try to get in the courtroom or at least be able to back them up when they have questions, um, but it is really much trial by fire immediately mm -hmm. certainly is well it's great to know that you're at the helm and you're getting these cases caught up as best you can it's it's a uphill battle and we wish you the best in that anything else you want to talk about today uh, those are the main topics thank you well thanks for coming in today we certainly appreciate it good to see you again you too that is blake dudley he's the prosecuting attorney for st francis county as we wrap up the report of the month with the st francis county prosecuting attorney report now stay tuned because we have news next on kfmo weather is brought to you by kitchell accounting and tax service in ironton when you're looking for an accountant what comes to mind trustworthiness accuracy up-to-date knowledge of tax laws in the real world considerations like those are always important 
Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton has provided quality accounting and tax service for over 30 years. Whether it's personal or business related, Stephanie Kitchell has you covered. Call 573-546-3104 today to schedule an appointment at Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Our weather stays pretty quiet today and tomorrow and then an influx of moisture expected by midweek. Mostly cloudy sky. Our high temperatures today will be right around the upper 70s. Mainly clear sky tonight. Overnight low will drop down into the upper 50s. Partly to mostly sunny sky on Tuesday. Our high on Tuesday right around 85. Wednesday, occasional showers and storms low to mid 80s. And then we're back to sunshine at least briefly on Thursday. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center... I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Monday, August 7th. The time is 832. In this newscast, we have information for you on leaders at the Space Museum and Grissom Center. They want to start a rocketry club in the area. Plus, we have traffic accidents from the weekend. And Central School District Administrators looking for school bus drivers for the coming school year. But let's begin with the Rocketry Club. Space Museum and Grissom Center officials in Bontair are looking to start this club in the area soon. The Space Museum's Earl Mullins says the club would be more than just shooting things into the atmosphere. They'll actually learn about the science of rocketry and what makes it work and have the potential of either getting a triple E or NAR association certification so that they can go high power and literally have the means to launch vehicles into the stratosphere. For more information on the Rocketry Club, call the Space Museum at 573-358-1200. Central School District Administrators looking for school bus drivers for the upcoming school year. The Assistant Superintendent of the Central Schools, Mike Harlow, says bus drivers are one of the most important positions in the district. We always need quality bus drivers and if you're interested we could use you. Uh, we still need a few to start the school year. Um, get in contact me at, at central office and uh, I can get you started on an application and get you going but uh, it's a very rewarding job if you're interested in doing that. We'd love to have you. To apply for the position of bus driver with the central school district give their central office a call at 573-431-2616. A man from Bonterre, 45-year-old Edward B. Brown, is recovering from moderate injuries after he was involved in a motorcycle crash Sunday morning just before 9 o'clock in Washington County. According to reports from the Highway Patrol, Brown was driving the motorcycle north on Highway 47 north of Cadet Road when an unknown vehicle pulled into his path. Brown's motorcycle ran off the east side of the road and rolled over. He was wearing a helmet when the crash took place. Brown was taken to Parkland Health Center North at Bonterre. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Monday, August 7th, 834. Stay with us for sports with Jared Pettis and check our website kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals dropped two of three to the Colorado Rockies after Sunday's loss. With more on the one nothing defeat, here's Mike Reeves. The Cardinals went 0-9 with runners in scoring position and stranded 15 runners in a one nothing loss to the Rockies, and they finished with a record of 3-7 and on their 10-game homestand. St. Louis manager, Oliver Marmol. We didn't get that necessary hit in order to kind of 
get that game going um, in the first, even the line drive by Nolan right at the first baseman. That could kind of start something, speed uh, their starter up and kind of build from there, but that didn't happen. But we had other opportunities and just couldn't come up with a big hit. The game's only run scored in the third inning on a sacrifice fly by Ezekiel Tovar. The winning pitcher is Austin Gomber. He's now 9-8 and eight after giving up six hits in six innings. The loss goes to Zach Thompson. He's 2-4. and four. He pitched the first four innings of a bullpen game for St. Louis. The save goes to Justin Lawrence, his ninth. The final, Rockies won. Cardinals nothing. In St. Louis, I'm Mike Reeves. Mike, thanks. Card starter Zach Thompson on his four-inning outing where he allowed just one run. I went out and had fun with kids. Um... Just stuck to my plan, attacked the zone, and, and good things happen for the most part. Right fielder Jordan Walker, how tough is it to have the offense not contribute when the pitching staff did a great job on Sunday? Obviously, it's disappointing, man. Um, but, you know, that's just kind of how it goes sometimes. And, you know, we're doing everything in our power to make sure it doesn't happen again, uh, for sure. But, yeah, it's definitely disappointing when, you know, the pitchers are working so hard, you know, to keep us in that game. The Cardinals are off today before a five-game road trip that starts Tuesday in Tampa Bay with a three-game series against the Rays. Coverage Tuesday night on B104.3 begins with pregame at 445, first pitch at 540. Miles Michaelis will make his first start since serving a five-game suspension received after beating Ian Happ of the Chicago Cubs back on July 27th. Michaelis appealed the suspension after it was announced and was able to pitch on August 1st, but after that, he dropped the appeal and served the five-game suspension. To the Major League Soccer side and St. Louis City SC is off until August 20th when they host Austin FC. Currently happening in the MLS landscape. It's the League's Cup, and last night, Lionel Messi put Inter-Miami on his back, scoring two goals in their match against Dallas FC, the second of which coming in the 85th minute on a free kick. Highlight courtesy of the MLS on Apple TV. Your wall to do its job. Messi up Inter-Miami won the match on penalty kicks 5-4 to advance. From there to the FIFA Women's Soccer World Cup and Team USA was knocked out. The game came down to penalty kicks where Team Sweden would outlast the U.S. 5-4. Midfielder Julie Ertz describes the emotions after being eliminated in the round of 16. Obviously we're proud of the way that we played, but um, we didn't put anything in the back of the net. I mean, the penalties was tough as well. Um... I think for me it's just emotional because it's probably my last game ever being able to have the honor to wear this crest, so I think it's just uh, it's just tough. Team Sweden moves on to the quarterfinals. NCAA football and camps have begun for the majority of NCAA football programs, including Missouri Tigers. Some notable news within the NCAA football landscape, Oregon and Washington will move from the Pac-12 conference to the Big Ten, which essentially kills the Pac-12 that now has just four teams, while the Big Ten moves to an 18-team conference. I'm sure you've heard it now, but Mizzou head coach Eli Eli Drinkwitz expressed his feelings on teams in the West Coast moving to a conference with the majority of its teams in the East. I thought the transfer window, I thought the portal was closed. Oh, that's just for the student athletes. The adults in the room get to do whatever they want, apparently. And it's, um, you know, it's just sad that there's, um, look, I, my question is, did we count the cost? I'm not talking about a financial cost. I'm talking about, did we count the cost for the student athletes involved in this decision? What cost is it to those student athletes? We're talking about a football decision they based off football, but what about softball and baseball who have to travel cross country? 
Do we ask about the cost to them? Do we know what the number one indicator of, uh, of symptom of, or cause of mental health is? It's lack of rest and sleep. Traveling in those baseball, softball games, you know, those, those people, they travel commercial. They get done playing at four. They got to go to the airport. They come back. It's three or four in the morning. They got to go to class. I mean, did we ask any of them? Are we going to look back? I, I don't worry at all about the game. The game is going to be strong. Football is going to be fine. We'll all figure it out. But did we consider the people that we are entrusted to? Did we consider the student-athletes? From there to the NASCAR Cup Series as they were scheduled to race on Sunday at Michigan International Speedway for the Firekeepers Casino 400. However, they battled the elements. Rain and the track not having lights pushed it over to today. But we do still have a Monday morning race recap courtesy of the Motor Racing Network. Rain delays racing until today in Michigan. This is the Monday Morning Race Recap presented by Sunoco. Whether you're heading to the track or just hitting the road, fill up with Sunoco and fuel your best. you were going 40 miles an hour this is a residential area sure but i'm on my lawnmower wait am i getting a ticket no i've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys and mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds what got into you well it did fuel up at sunoco this morning at sunoco we know how to fuel peak performance we've been doing it for american racing for over 50 years fuel your best the NASCAR Cup Series Firekeepers Casino 400 at the Michigan International Speedway will resume today at the two-mile oval. After rain moved in yesterday, suspending the race at lap 75. The green flag today is set for 12 noon Eastern time. There was plenty of action during the first 75 laps that were completed, including crashes involving former champions Kyle Busch and Chase Elliott, multi-time winner this season William Byron, along with Josh Berry. Tyler Reddick is leading the race under the red flag with his 2311 racing Toyota, while Alex Bowman, Kyle Larson, Martin Truix Jr., and Eric Jones round out the top five. Six through ten belong to Austin Sindrick, Brad Keselowski, Austin Dillon, Bubba Wallace, and Denny Hamlin. Again, the race will resume today at 12 noon after rain yesterday, and it can be heard here on MRN. Once today's race is completed, the NASCAR Cup Series will head to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course for this Sunday's Verizon 200. That's the Monday Morning Race Recap presented by Sunoco. I'm Kyle Rickey on the Motor Racing Network. Coverage at 11 o'clock. The Motor Racing Network has it all from Michigan International Speedway. The Firekeepers Casino 400 is on KFMO. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. From brick oven pizza to pasta, salads, and appetizers, everything is made with fresh, high-quality ingredients at Pizza 101 South in Bontair. Build your own or try out one of Pizza 101 South's daily lunch specials. Pizza 101 South on South Division Street in world-famous Bontair. The Missouri Army National Guard can help you get the education you need to land the career you've always wanted. The Guard will pay up to 100% of your tuition for up to 39 credit hours per academic year at 90 colleges and tech schools across the state. You're eligible as soon as you enlist. Learn more about the many benefits that come with serving part-time in the Missouri Army National Guard. Visit NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association in this station. 
Scooter Tools in Festus is an innovative manufacturing company that specializes in wearproofing industrial products and is hiring for quality control, industrial maintenance supervisor, CNC mechanic operators, and customer service representatives. Good Earth Tools has a clean, state-of-the-art facility and are pioneers in the engineering and application of solid tungsten carbide. They offer excellent benefits and want you on their team. To apply, visit careers.goodearthtools.com. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope, online at sfccp.org. As a business owner, you work hard every day, managing employees, overseeing day-to-day operations. There's not much time left to deal with the financial side. Are you maximizing your profits, paying estimated taxes on time, complying with federal and state payroll or sales and use tax? Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates. We offer small business accounting, bookkeeping, payroll, and financial planning for businesses. Learn more at boyd-cpa.com. Turning complicated matters into simple concepts. Boyd & Associates. Have an automotive issue? Let the experts take care of it for you. Wade's Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call, 573-664-1302. It's 845 from KFMO. Thanks so much for tuning in today and sticking with us. Uh, it's Monday, August 7th, and I was seeing sunshine out there. You know, the forecast said cloudy skies, but I'll take the sunshine. You bet. And we have 74 degrees. We're looking for a high of about 78. You know what the low is going to be tonight? 58 degrees. And I thought this morning on the way to work, you know, we're not too far away from September. And school's going to start before you know it. We have the Daily Dust from Audra Kane coming up next on KFMO. And then it's the Mineral Area College Report. Stay tuned. Farmington Building Supply on Karst Boulevard in Farmington is there to help with everything you need for your next project. Rick and his team are knowledgeable and experienced and are there to help, whether you're a professional contractor or the do-it-yourselfer. Farmington Building Supply, locally owned since 1958, offers you their number one priority, service. Find all the supplies you're looking for along with information and experience you need to finish your project from start to finish at Farmington Building Supply on Cars Boulevard in Farmington. This is not headline news. Another one off the dust. Another one it's not called dust. dust. It's called... We call it the Daily Dust with just a light dusting of gossip. I'm Audra Kane for KFMO. Eva Mendez and Ryan Gosling apparently don't let their daughters use the internet or social media because it's too dangerous. Eva says it's in the same category as drinking, getting a driver's license, and voting? Barbie hit $1 at the global box office, making Greta Gerwig the first female director to hit this milestone. She also was surprised by Ryan Gosling with a flash mob of Kens and Barbies for her 40th birthday. A list of rock and roll landmarks that every fan should visit includes Elvis Presley's Graceland in Tennessee, Princess Paisley Park in Minnesota, and Abbey Road in London. For 20 years, a Canadian town had highway signs boasting about being the home of Nickelback, but now they're being removed for a safety risk. Look at this photograph. Yeah, too many people were stopping to take photographs of them. 
Ed Sheeran paused a show in Kansas City on Saturday to surprise a couple fans with a gender reveal for their upcoming baby. It's a girl. <laughs> Can I just say, as a father of two daughters, it's very awesome. Very awesome. And finally, Carrie Underwood opened for Guns N' Roses on Saturday in Canada. And videos have been making the rounds because everyone's talking about when she let loose on Motorhead's Ace of Spades. And that's The Daily Dust. I'm Audrey Payne for KFMO. Everybody's going home, pool and spa. At Home Pools and Spa, their service team can help you with any need you may have. Whether it's opening and getting your pool ready to swim, weekly cleaning, maintenance, or any repairs that may arise throughout the season, need a liner, pump, or filter, they can work on any spa or pool, regardless of the make or model. Visit them today and find out why so many families trust Home Pools and Spa with their pool and spa needs. Home Pools and Spa, because home is where the fun is, on the Outer Service Road in Lettington. It's the start from KFMO AM 1240, and we're going to start an interview. That's right. It's time for our Mineral Area College Report of the Week, and we have Dr. Keith Zaromsky with us of Mineral Area College. Hi, how are you today? I'm doing great. It's good to see you again. Twice back-to-back uh, -back months. Uh, what a better way to orient myself to the parkland than to yeah, be here with you yeah. again, Mike. You've got some special pull with Bosler over there. Uh, right? Just a little bit. I think it's also a, a voluntold opportunity. But, uh, no, I'm just I'm happy to help and to be here, and we have some really exciting news to share. I don't have people use that word too much, and I just laugh when I hear it. Voluntold. <laughs> Half the time, that's marriage, isn't it? You know, just oh, yeah. the yes, dear. Yep, yep, yep. I'm doing a voluntold trip to St. Louis today. Well, <laughs> Godspeed to you. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Well, let's talk about something really exciting at Mineral Area College, many of us have seen this building as it's progressed from mm -hmm. basically dirt into what it is now. Mm -hmm. And it's the industry, uh, industry and Technology. Would you like to say the name of the building? Yes, please? our Industry and Technology Center that'll be opening up at MAC. Uh, we're going to have students in there this fall semester uh, that'll begin in two weeks. And our ribbon cutting and grand opening will be on Thursday, August 24th, 2023. And it's open to the public. Uh, I'm a history teacher by trade, and I think of this that it'll be one of those things that people will remember when this happened and future montage or, uh, you know, different celebrations or yearbooks or different pictures will look back and have this day as a hallmark in, uh, in Mac history. And, and it's very exciting. Oh, it, cer it certainly is. I mean, there's so many advantages to having the building. What are some of the things we'll see inside and be able to take advantage of? The first thing that you're going to see inside is a lot of space. It is over 80,500 square feet. And we have built it not just for now, but for the future and future growth to be able to uh, partner with local industry and technology uh, to help produce workers for the workforce uh, that the area will need now and into the future. Uh, so if you do decide to come out on the 24th, it is open to the public. Uh, it'll begin at 11 o'clock with our ribbon cutting ceremony. And then after that, we will have some self-guided tours through the building. Uh, we know that that's during your lunch hour. So we're going to have food trucks there uh, for your convenience if you choose to make a, a trip out of it. Uh, but you'll be able to go through the entire building coming in to see our student commons area uh, to the left, the offices to 
the right, and then you'll go to the middle with a great hallway down to each end from our um, computer-aided drafting uh, to our um, AMT technologies uh, to a construction lab. Uh, with one space will be open and empty intentionally as an innovation lab that will be able to partner with different projects, different partners from industry uh, to be able to use that kind of as an incubator space. And you'll also notice an empty space uh, at the northern end, also intentionally, because that's going to be part of our auto expansion. That We haven't even cut the ribbon on this location, and we already have plans to add on further. Uh, we're going to add an auto technology lab at the end, and it's going to combine with some of the existing space to allow students the hands-on training they need, but then also uh, car and truck bays to be able to bring them in just like any professional shop that you would see in the region. That's fantastic. That is really great because... As a guy who used to work on his car mm -hmm. in the front yard, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the changes that you, we've seen in automobile technology are just incredible. I don't know what I might even be able to work on anymore. Well, and that's where we'll have the state-of-the-art technology because so many things are more computerized in mm -hmm. cars anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not just mechanical, it's also technological. Uh, so we'll have all of those trainers there that allow them to immediately graduate and seek employment, whether at a small shop, whether at a dealership, whether at a larger facility. Um, while that won't be available for the ribbon cutting, uh, it is the means of we will have students in there and actively learning uh, that week. So those who come to the ribbon cutting and the grand opening will get to see it at its finest uh, working as it was intended. You know, you mentioned something during the conversation that I thought was really great. The fact that this building has been built with an eye towards the future. Yes, and so it's the means of the space will be very flexible that if different technologies change or different equipment, we're gonna be able to be more agile. And that's where community colleges really have their strength where a university setting is more so set for uh, those types of credentials where a community college can change and adapt with things, especially in career and technology education. Fantastic. Um, 80,500 square feet. It's huge. If you haven't seen the building, I would urge you to get to uh, Mac, even just drive through the camp. Riverview at the park in St. Genevieve is a skilled nursing facility. And as you come in uh, on that initial road, it'll be immediately uh, to your right. Uh, we're still striping the parking lot, so this is going to have that new car smell, uh, if you will, when you come in. And at our grand opening and ribbon cutting, we're going to have a lot of uh, state dignitaries and other supporters from our elected officials who helped us receive funding uh, to industry partners who donated matching funds and even helped us design it. Uh, that's the great part is that this was not just an architectural firm telling us this is what we needed. This was not just a here's a large building that we're going to kind of fill. Uh, we designed it with industry partners, uh, especially want to thank U.S. Tool in Farmington for helping us design. So that way, when they go from the educational space to the workforce, it's very much a environment that they'll be used to professionally. This is fantastic. Mac Tech is uh, kind of the slogan, I guess. Yes, that's kind of our, our brand for all of our industry and technology programs at Mineral Area College. And so it's not just the building because mm -hmm. we also have another facility that we're creating a connecting road for our HVAC and welding technologies. Uh, so MacTech is all of our offerings uh, that include different um, workforce development trainings and others that some are for credit, some are not for credit, uh, but it's what industry is demanding. So we want to meet students where they are as they are uh, and have as many on-ramps and off-ramps as we can to employment for them. The uh, buildings you're talking about, the HVAC and the welding buildings that yes. were built uh, several months ago, a year, two, whatever it was, uh, 
that's nice that they're going to put a connecting road. Correct. Between those, the two buildings? As things? I understand, because I'm still new to the area, but uh -huh. we received funding for those before we knew we would get funding for the larger building. Right. Uh, but the means are it makes kind of a campus, if you will. And mm -hmm. so they'll be able to connect. Um, but then also it's in the means of as students take coursework between different areas, they'll be all connected there. And that's where we have the, the Mac Tech uh, logo. Now, when will students be able to start taking classes? You mentioned that some would be learning already in there, I think. Uh, well, in HVAC and welding, there uh, is opportunity, and welding's already been going. And right. so HVAC is starting uh, August 21st. Uh, okay. There's still time to enroll, and that's the same with um, Construction Technology is our other new program that'll be in the new uh, Industry and Technology building. Um, the other day I was in there, and our instructor, Brian Hicklin, uh, you know, from the workforce, great experience, wonderful instructor, because it's easy, um, you know, often to know the material, it's easy to teach it, but to be able to do both is truly a master educator. Mm -hmm. uh, but he was setting up his uh, tool room for students to check out, just as they would at a construction site, um, kind of building a, a, a phantom floor, if you will, to be able to build projects up and on, uh, and just having the space set with all the dust collection and everything mm -hmm. else, uh, very professional shop uh, filled with grizzly tools and other uh, items. As we go in, we're getting banners of the different corporations that are uh, sponsoring, and uh, it just gives that excitement that you're going into a field and a trade that, you know, you can be proud of. Yeah, that's really great, too, because you need that, uh, it's confidence, but it's support, and as you mm -hmm. said, you know, the, the backing of professionals, something you can be proud of, that really means a lot, doesn't it? Yes, and it's also the means and how we design the courses are to build that confidence. And so, for example, Construction Technologies is uh, one course every four weeks. So you are in it for a month, but you're becoming an expert in that content area. And then it's a kind of a stackable skill that then you learn the next skill to build upon that and the next skill. Uh, unlike a traditional college schedule where you might have four or five classes at one time, this allows you to intentionally focus on the depth of knowledge in that, um, but also then you can earn a certificate um, by doing that coursework mm -hmm. first and then adding on some of those traditional courses where you can be in your field of study that you have the interest and then finish off with some of those classes to make you that well-rounded professional. Now, if anybody has questions, what should they do? Call you, look at the website? All of the above. We are here <laughs> and happy to help. You know, uh, mineralarea.edu has the contact information uh, to be able to reach out to us. Uh, specifically for Mac Tech, you can go to mineralarea.edu slash Mac Tech. Uh, but again, it's not too late to apply. Uh, there's different means of uh, financial aid that we can do to support. Um, we also align, for example, our uh, construction technology program um, through the Workforce Center, so our curriculums overlap. So there's different state mm -hmm. fundings that are there for students that are interested. And uh, my best encouragement to somebody who's listening and is interested, everything you want is on the other side of that fear. There's the worry of how am I going to pay for it? What are we going to do? Is this going to be a challenge? Everything you want is on the other side of that. Come contact us. Let us guide you through it and, uh, you know, kind of have a hand on your shoulder to support you through this, but also find a calling that you feel passionate about and love doing certainly sounds like the thing to do and mineral area college can help you do it very professionally um, i've been through classes i've had to use the uh, help that's there and it's amazing what you guys do it really is so remember the ribbon cutting grand opening of the industry and technology center with mac tech thursday august 24th 11 to 1 p.m at mineral area college park hills campus be there 
take advantage of uh, learning more about this big center and spread the word, right? Very much so. We're here to serve. So All thank right. you, Mike, for the opportunity to share. Well, thanks for being here today. That's Dr. Keith Zoromsky with Mineral Area College talking about that big industry and technology center during the MAC report this morning. And that will wrap up the show for today. We'll be here tomorrow, Tuesday at, uh, well, the start on KFMO. Thank you so much for being with us today here this Monday, August 7th. It's 9 o'clock. AM 1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. And online at KFMO.com. We the people.